Because I'm an island boy. I'm trying to another podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed the last one. Um, today, our guest speaker is Victor. Victor is another one of my close friends. Known him for about six years. We used to go to school together in London. And now I am in university and so is he. We're in different universities. And I just thought he would be one of the perfect people to talk. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Victor. The mic's all yours. Hello, everyone. It's an honor to be here, hosted by Omar. We'll be covering some very uh, interesting uh, topics, such as NFTs, uh, startups, uh, side hustles, anything that you may have heard about in the media recently, whether it, whether you, you're on TikTok or Instagram, however it is that you waste your time, uh, we will be we'll be trying to just dive deeper into into these recent events and uh, discoveries so uh, omar can you take it away yeah of course so i mean he's basically done my entire introduction for me i feel like there's this whole trend amongst people let's say from the age of 17 and above and they're all have they all have this addiction of like making money and i feel like a lot of people are doing things like crypto investing in stocks. There's this whole new thing about NFTs. And uh, there's a lot of people starting up side hustles where they're just doing things like drop shipping where they buy things in bulk and then sell them at the premium price. And I honestly, personally, I would consider Victor an absolute genius when it comes to these things. So what are your opinions on, let's start start with crypto. What are your opinions? Uh, My opinion on crypto is it's very difficult to make an opinion at this time because uh, it's a very speculative market. We don't know the future. We don't know uh, if, if in fact, people will accept such forms of currencies a hundred years from now. We have no way of knowing this. But I believe that people have profited from it. It is something that can. It is a day trading or even long term investing in crypto has been proven to work. So I can't deny that. I just feel like a lot of people won't do their research before purchasing some Dogecoin, which is my biggest issue with uh, crypto. Now, recently, we've been in a big bull market. So many people, many like new traders have profited and they think that trading super easy. But as we've seen recently, uh, stocks have gone down, markets not doing so well. And now everyone's like opening their iPhones and going, oh, no what happened to my money like you know this is it's going to be a very uh, tough learning curve for all these new investors so that's my opinion so it's definitely people need to make a very informed decision obviously before risking their own money on oh, something yes, which is absolutely not guaranteed 100 percent. i know what you mean but here's the thing i feel like most of the people that genuinely made actual money from this whole crypto trend was a couple of years ago and i feel like trends have changed so much over time because i feel like people getting into that right now are just people who have seen others talk about it and they're like why don't we do it as well don't you think yeah i agree and you know it's not always a bad thing to, to take advice from other people it's just important to also do a bit of your own research and if someone asks you why did you buy this crypto i think it's important to be able to explain yourself not not like oh elon musk did it or something like that <laughs> to be that's, fair that's, yes that's unfortunately that's what i've been hearing a lot and you know if someone goes and makes a hundred thousand from 
from like 20,000 because they got lucky. Like I feel very happy for them and I, I wish them the best in life, but that's investing. The best investors like Warren Buffett, they do like a 20% annual return. So that's not, that's not what in, investing is in gambling. You're not meant to be making huge money. That's, that's only if you're doing very volatile stocks and you get very lucky and many people think nowadays that you can just triple your money, but unfortunately that's just not what this is for. If you want to do that, maybe go play poker or something else because it's, it's, it's all about slow and slow returns and getting there through a period of time. Yeah. The days where the days where crypto would go up a thousand percent in like two hours, those days are gone. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about. So I personally don't know much about this whole new thing going on about NFTs. What exactly are they? Oh, NFTs. Well, non-fungible tokens, um, they've, they've been everywhere. And honestly, I feel like they serve a purpose. Just uh, people don't really know how to use them because these, these apes, which are like the most popular NFTs are just, it's, it's, it's an art, but it's also not really an art. It's kind of like the beginning. And I think that buying into something like when you buy it, if you buy the very first car that's ever been created, you know, it's not going to be the newest car for very long. And that's my opinion about these NFTs. I don't think that the first NFTs are going to stick around for too long. I think that years will go by and whoever buys into these apes when they're at their peak is going to be very unhappy when they wake up one day to realize that they just lost a ton of money. So that's, <laughs> that's my opinion. I just yes. don't get how it's just people are so obsessed over pictures of apes. It's obviously, I'm sure there's the Ethereum value or whatever it is, but... In a way, I, under, I understand it. I think that our generation just loves video games. You know, we're going to be like nowadays, if you go speak to a, to like a owner of a company, they'll be wearing pajamas and they'll be playing Call of Duty and GTA. Like, uh, yeah, it, it didn't look like that back in the day. Like, yeah, it's just the whole I mean, they literally, they literally, they literally have degrees for esports these days that's that's how much of a trend it's become to be fair exactly it's it's getting ridiculous in my opinion but you know what I, this is progress because life is so short if you pretend to be serious no one's actually everyone has a sense of humor if you look for it so why not buy ape for a hundred thousand like you know you can only do that <laughs> once like one day we'll, we'll be 90 years old and we'll be thinking what if I bought that eight for a hundred thousand? Like, how would my yeah, life? Yeah, and what if? What if it was exactly? What if it twenty times in amount? Like, literally. Yeah, so but, it's a, it's a basically a roulette wheel, but you know, if you're making an educated decision, you know, good for you, man. Like, educated decision, buying a picture of an ape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, <laughs> Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, man. And what do you think? I was going to ask you. Uh, what do you think about eBay selling? Because that's also another thing we, we wanted to touch base on. So that's a very good question. So like I said in the beginning, I feel like the main modes of making money these days, at least people our age, teenagers, probably in full-time education, whether it's school or university, and they obviously don't have that much capital to start like a full-on business. But I feel like one of these 
this whole thing about people starting side hustles, one of the more popular side hustles is drop shipping, where people are basically wholesale buying and selling things at a more expensive price on platforms where they feel like people will want to pay a premium. And I think it's definitely more sustainable than things like crypto and NFT, because crypto and NFT, they will go up and down all the time. If you can find the right target market for something you like, like you can literally go and buy a bunch. You can literally go and buy 50 fishing rods from China and sell them for 10 times the honestly, price. It's honestly kind of crazy how much people, how much money people are making from it. And that they have this whole thing of Shopify where people are making their own brands out of, out of, out of cheap things they're buying. I agree. And um, the whole thing about Shopify is uh, it's a, it's a bit of a misconception. I myself have a Shopify account, uh, haven't even gotten to use it because of okay. how complicated this whole thing is. But what I just wanted to say is like, I was watching this YouTube video yesterday about this teenager who made millions from selling on eBay. And just because if you didn't know what eBay was and you saw this kid who just made a million, you, you would think to yourself, wow, eBay seller, that must mean everyone who sells on eBay is a millionaire, but that's not how it is. The, the people who make millions from Shopify are very, very, very few. Everyone yeah. else, everyone else just makes pennies because we all know how drop shipping works at this point. The only issue is how do you actually get people to buy that product? Cause you're going to, let's say, let's say I'm selling, let's say I'm selling shoes from China, but I buy the, they cost in China, they cost $2, but I'm selling them for 10. That's a very good profit margin, but you're forgetting one thing. Why the hell would people buy these shoes? Like, would you even wear those <laughs> shoes? Would you even wear those shoes yourself? Like you have to ask yourself that question. If you wouldn't buy your product, why would you expect other people to buy it? You know, exactly. There has to be something unique about that product for people to actually get it. Otherwise they can literally go anywhere else and buy something they like. Yeah, like on my eBay store, I'm selling, I'm currently selling these hats, which I purchased in the wholesale for three pounds each. Uh, and I'm selling them for seven pounds. I made the shipping free because I, I realized that sellers actually pay a lot of attention to shipping. Uh, but the thing I've, I realized is it's, um, it's very misleading when you, in the first couple of days, you'll sell a few items on eBay you're, you're feeling very happy. Then you end up buying 600 hats and then suddenly people stop buying your stuff and, and then you're left with 600 hats in your room. So <laughs> 600. Is, has that been, has that been the case with you? That it, it has, because I remember the first three days of my eBay store, I had four customers. And if you do the math on that, that would mean in a, in the two months I would have sold all my, all my products. Unfortunately, the past week haven't had a single customer, so it's concerning. Because what what am I supposed to do with all this stuff? But, yeah. Exactly. I guess the only way is to keep waiting. The only, or I could discount it too. I mean, I would be making a loss, but at least I'd have some money, and I would be able to get rid of the stuff. You know. Yeah, or possibly even rebrand it these days. I guess. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't have trouble selling it if it wasn't eBay. If I was selling it through some fancy looking sh shop but that might not be but then it's 
then at that point it's a whole lot of work like yeah university yeah yeah you have to consider one thing just let me quickly say this if you're going to do a side hustle and you're studying in university you have to make sure that it doesn't take up all of your time because university is most important especially if you're paying a lot of money to go there so don't make your ebay business your whole life Exactly, exactly. So you have to obviously give time to other things. I wanted to mention, though, I think it's very important to find the right platform as well, because personally for me, if I go on eBay, I would not go on eBay to buy a hat, but I'd go on eBay to buy something I just quickly need, like, you know, a phone charger or like stationery or something like that. If I wanted a, a hat, I'd probably go to a clothing store. So I feel like finding the right selling platforms is also very important. But Yes, I, I agree. That's uh, another thing I was thinking of is instead of selling hats for three pounds, I could sell coats for like 60 and buy them for 30. So every time I sell a coat, that's 30 pounds profit. But that, of course, is uh, it's for the future. Right now, I'm focusing on just getting uh, my good grades. And, uh, you know, side hustles are honestly amazing. They teach you a lot about business. Uh, yeah. But, I've just I've started realizing in the recent days that my future it's it's bigger than selling on eBay. Like even if I can make a hundred thousand on eBay, my my future I think completing a degree in business and starting my restaurant it'll it'll be worth so much more than than selling one thousand hats on eBay. So. That's why I'm prioritizing uh, my life right now. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I just feel like this generation is absolutely addicted to making money. And that's why they try and experiment with all these things. Yeah, my only concern is like, don't get me wrong, capitalism, it's, it's good and bad. And it's, it's actually very bad sometimes. But what I'm saying is what happens if everyone in this world wants to be rich? And what happens if these people are willing to do everything they can to get rich? You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like I feel like with social media, there used to be this thing where like uh, being flexing was bad. That's that's why I feel like a lot of people didn't think about wealth. But suddenly we have this whole culture where being rich—it's so cool. Like everyone is like, "Wow!" and and now we have a problem because your your life can't depend on how how much like your happiness can never depend on how much money you make because there will always be someone with more money than you unless you're Elon Musk. Exactly, it's become like a rat race as to who who has the most money, you know, in your in your group of friends or or whatever. And I feel like that's kind of unhealthy for people as well to think about. And obviously coming to that, like the world obviously got become very competitive because everyone wants to become super, super rich and everyone is taking advantage of opportunities all over the world. So how do you yes. think this would affect the job market going forward for people like us in Gen Z? Well, I feel like the people who, who can do the job will outdo the people. Like, for example, let's say that you and I are applying for a job. If you can do the job better than me, then you'll get the job. And that's how the world is becoming. You have to be the best at what you're doing. You can't just, you can't think to yourself, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do my, like, I'm just gonna not try very hard. Like, 
If you do that, someone else will, will take your job. They will replace you within a matter of days. So in my opinion, the world is extremely competitive. So, and it, it has been in the past, but now it's more competitive than it's ever been. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And, there, and that obviously means that there's obviously so many more opportunities as well for people. Yeah, and I urge everyone to not think about money all the time because, you know, there's only so much you can do in one lifetime. Also think to yourself, if I can make a couple million and pass it down to my children, they can make even more and then their kids can make even more. You know, it's it, you don't always have to get everything in life. Maybe giving the opportunity to someone else is enough to make you happy. Yeah, bringing to the same to the same statement everyone says these days, money really does not buy you happiness. In a way, it can get you. I'll I'll put it this way. It'll get you. It can you get you comfort. That that's for sure. It can definitely get you the comfort of a luxurious lifestyle or whatever. But I don't think it brings genuine happiness. I would say so. I think people mistake happiness because everyone has that they worry about and stuff that that like bothers them but there's two things you can do you can either be genuinely happy or you can pretend you can distract yourself for example drinking is a thing that you can do if you don't drink you can do like extreme sports like skydiving and then and then doing these sports the adrenaline will take away your sadness except the problem is you're not really happy. You're just distracting yourself from your problems. And then once you get home at the end of the day and you're going to sleep, that's when you, that's when you start to remember the shit that bothers you. And that's why there's no easy way out of this. Exactly, because these are all just short-term forms of happiness. Like, oh, my big paycheck, I can go and buy a car with it. Or, oh, I can just, you know, go on holiday. There's, I feel like they're all short-term. Yeah, and sources of happiness. And I'm just, I just don't get how some people like they'll do something really evil, like they'll make like they'll make money by scamming people. But then what they'll do is they'll donate to charity, and then suddenly they they think to themselves, okay, I did all this, but I'm a good person because I donated to charity, like. <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny they get money in the weirdest way possible and then they donate it to charity it's just yeah and the funniest thing is sometimes they'll launder the money through the charity because they can pay off their taxes like write off their taxes through the charity and then they can get tax returns and like it's just it's all one have you ever wondered why rich people when they have charity events they have like champagne they have like fancy cars and stuff because it's it's like a holiday for them charity is they're not actually donating they're pretending to donate so people don't get mad at them for being rich mm. this, for some reason this really reminds me of the show ozark have you heard it yes i remember they had a dinner where people paid a ten thousand dollars for a plate which you know okay i guess it's it's charity but like these people like they're just doing it to build connections. Like they're they're pretending that they care about helping people. That is that is pretty evil, isn't it, man? If if they had to donate ten thousand dollars, and nobody would know about it, they wouldn't do it, because then, because then they wouldn't feel that oh look at me, 
it wouldn't yeah, exactly. be the attention. Exactly. I think, I think being a genuinely good person is when you donate without anyone seeing. That's that's being good. Exactly. Intrinsically, do it for your own your own good, and you can obviously just think to yourself, really, "Oh, I really just helped this charity out," without trying yeah. to use it as a means of seeking attention. Exactly. I mean, I I'm not judging the people who 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 promote it because. For example, let's say I donate $100 to cancer research and I post it on Instagram. Maybe, Omar, maybe you'll see that and you'll be like, if Victor donated, I'm going to donate. And then, and then one of your other friends might see you donate and then they'll do it. So I think, I think that's not a bad idea. So, But then so, obviously, if, uh, in many cases, people will just post it on their Instagram story, like you said, with the intention of just showing that, oh, look at me, I have money to throw exactly. away like this. Exactly, that's the, that's the thing. You know, this is uh, this is the world we live in. Unfortunately, and it's honestly social media that's obviously triggered a lot of this. Because people feel like social media is just a tool to gain attention, basically. People are trying to become as famous as possible, posting a lot. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was watching YouTube and uh, I think it was KSI and Logan Paul or Jake Paul. I'm not, I'm not sure which one, but they're launching an energy drink together. Yes, I saw that. The prime energy drink, isn't it? Yeah, yes, I honestly yes. thought to myself, this guy this guy is obviously like not posting enough on YouTube. He needs some money. So obviously, it's so easy for him to sell it as well, right? Because he just has to go on his Instagram story with 15 million people watching it and say, oh, go look, buy this drink. I'm famous, so you're definitely going to buy it, that kind of thing. So there's basically yeah. no effort that goes into it either in getting an audience. No, but, no, but, but they literally made a whole YouTube video of the two of them going into Walmart and like screaming at people, buy my drink, buy my drink. <laughs> it reminded me of a conversation that you and I had. I was trying to convince you that the beef between them's fake. And you were like, no, dude, it's real. He insulted his yeah. parents. But, which, to be fair, I, I was... I'm also shocked that they could say all these insults to, to themselves. Just like if someone said to me, I take it personally, but I guess when you're getting paid this much money, you don't care what someone says about you. You're just thinking I'm getting a $15 million. Yeah. But dude, their beef was fake. Cause what, oh, yeah, me, yeah, what, yeah. Now, now I'm convinced before. No, but now I'm genuinely convinced it was fake. It's because of how old they are. When you're 17, 16, you start beefing with everyone. But once you're 23, you, you don't really beef with people. It's very immature behavior. Like if you don't, if you don't like someone, just talk to them. But, but to go on stage and be like, your hair sucks, you know, like, <laughs> like well, yeah, yeah, they're too old. They're like 26, literally. Yeah, they were 26 saying, do you get your clothes from Walmart? <laughs> you dress Honestly, I don't know. I mean, are, can they even box? Or is um, all the training you see on their on their YouTube and stuff all fake? I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised KSI won because uh, I, I was looking at videos of them training. and both, The amount of both, effort Logan Paul yeah. put into it. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I Unless it was win. fake, of course. And, and that's a different story altogether, but... The thing is, I don't think you could you could rig rig the fight itself, because I think people were betting money, so it would be a crime if they rigged the fight. Yeah, maybe okay. So maybe the fight was genuine, but the whole tension between them two 
was staged. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's exactly what I think happened because I I remember everyone was dude, people were more hyped about the press conferences than the actual fight. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, you know, I went to it actually. I went. I know, I know, I know. You did. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, if they didn't do the press conferences, it would just people would only talk about it after the whole thing happened. People, nobody would be so hyped over it. True, true, true. Yeah, no, and it's. You, they're actually smart, but I'm just I'm surprised KSI doesn't know what seven times seven is, which is like does he not? <laughs> no, I remember I I was rewatching one of the press conferences, and uh, Logan Paul says what's seven times six, and KSI <laughs> just goes oh <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that, that's unfortunate like not knowing that but you know if you make money on YouTube that's doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. It's all money, like we were, we've been talking about for the last half an hour. Speaking of which, let's save the rest of the conversations you have for us for later. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Victor, any final words? Uh, just take care of yourselves, guys. We're living in uh, in hard times and just, yeah, watch out for for crazy people. <laughs> actually very 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 good advice anyway thank you guys so much like i said don't forget to share and uh follow me on spotify apple music the podcast is basically going to be everywhere so thank you victor for joining us really appreciate it and guys